0: Welcome to Balls and Brew, a podcast about beer and sports, with your hosts Johnny and Kevin. The mics are on, the glasses are full. It's time for Balls and Brew. In this segment of Balls and Brew, we tried the beers of Flying Boat Brewing Company. We um, had some dis- some delicious treats, um, including the Batch 100, which is a uh, coconut uh, coconut cacao. And vanilla milk stout, uh, which was unbelievably good, unbelievably delicious. Um, and you know I like my milk stouts, and you like my coconut. Uh, we also tried the Larca Duluth, uh, which is a colch, it was all, which is on the other side of the spectrum in terms of, of, of color, but it was you know, equally delicious. Uh, we also tried the Benoit's, uh first flight, which is a uh, New England IPA, among a couple other of other beers, which uh, which you'll have to try for yourself. You have to go down there, um, right off the highway, right off the 22nd um, Avenue exit on in near downtown St. Pete on I 275. Um, I highly recommend it. They're good people, and I'm looking at their list right now. They have the um, the Jabba, Java, which is a coffee colch. That sounds really interesting and cool. You need to try that out. Um, so sit back, relax, and enjoy. It. Cheers. The mics are on. The glasses are full.
1: This is Balls and Brew. What's going on, Kevin? Not a whole lot. Just staring at it here at a collection of beer glasses. To, and, and a beautiful flight
0: setup, man. It's is. Is awesome. It no, is. Tyler, this is great, man. Thank you. This is killer, the man. The
1: theme is just carrying through, all, through and through. Oh, man.
0: So we're here with Tyler Singletary, who is the, would you call yourself head, the head brewer? Head, brewer, or brewer, or head brewer, head of production. Head brewer and yeah. head of production mm-hmm. here at Flying Boat Brewing Company. So, I'm going to put my headphones on because I didn't have them on before. So, we might have Yo, lost turn all Turn my head headphones edit. up. Yeah. Yo, turn my headphones up. Yeah. So, um, I'm going to be a fan of Chappelle show. Are you a fan of Chappelle show? I am, yeah. How could you not be a fan yeah. of Chappelle's show? Yeah. Uh, you know, if you have a sense of humor. Timeless. Exactly. And humor like a pulse. You know, like mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, my all,
1: God. All income sources, everything. everything yeah, everyone, yeah. Everyone loves Chappelle show. He really
0: transcends. And, and, you know, the day after MLK, you know, one of the a, a great, you know, Chappelle is a great American as well. You know, so <laughs> comparable to American. yeah, yeah, it's like they're like it's like they're the same. No, I'm not going. We are hopefully on he Facebook doesn't Live. get yeah, 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 yeah. That that I I hope as well. I'd love to so. see another sketch show. I, I, w- I would, I would. Well, he yes. does those those like Netflix com- uh, little comedy things. They're they're actually pretty good too. Mm-hmm. Have you ever said you should?
1: I I you know what? I work so much. I should probably. I have Netflix. I should.
0: I was gonna ask. I didn't want to like insult your it. intelligence no, and be like, no, no, no. Like, do you have Netflix?
1: <laughs> like, so. I have Netflix, but it's yeah. usually uh, everything is. Oh, so that's my son's. That's my son's. My son's. My son's. My son's. It's all like kid, kitty. Oh, you gotta put. Mm. You gotta give. Gotta give them his own Separate little profiles. profile. That's yeah. what we did for Harper. I think we actually. did finally, and I think mine is just empty
0: because you haven't been watching anything. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So a well, uh, new
1: vice though, True Detective.
0: I know. I want to see it. I yeah, downloaded the yeah. first two seasons.
1: And I'm actually watching season 1. Okay. Yeah. Like I got into that. But boy, we were on a tangent like crazy. Let's talk about
0: beer. I know. That's crazy. That's that's what happens. See, you know, we'll do you wanted us to start talking we'll do shit and for see, true hour, now we're just like, yeah, we well, <laughs> Right you know. now I am the beer detective. Okay, sounds mm-hmm. good. That's, absolutely. So we have uh, some beautiful beer right in front of us, and I don't know which order should we uh, you know, which which way should we go? Uh,
2: that's that's a tough one. I usually go light to dark. Okay. So it would be uh, be Lark of Duluth, the Kolsch, Pub Ale, IPA, and then probably back to uh, Batch 100.
0: Okay, let's do it that way then. All right. All right, so tell us about, it's it. the
2: Lark. Lark of Duluth. All right, Lark uh, of Duluth, yes. Yeah, so the the first uh, flying boat that was bought, they actually owned two. Um, the first one was a, uh, it was first used in the county fair up in, in Duluth, and they would fly from a lake and take people around and then land back in that Is same lake. Minnesota. yeah. Okay, uh, I was just uh, and, and all So, right. under the wing on the canvas, they actually wrote Lark of Duluth. Uh, by the time it got down here, and you see the, the, the photos in St. Pete, all that's left of it is of and do. They had, <laughs> they had just replaced the canvas parts of the, the wing yeah. so many times right. that all right. that part went away. Right. Um, so, this is, the, I, I named it after that to kind of bring that name back, to kind of remember where the, the flying boat first came here. from. Man, wow instead, wow!
1: instead of making its way down here and only having Lar and dew left. Yeah, mm-hmm.
2: and,
0: uh, yeah, exactly, exactly. And
1: a lot of, uh, I, I think uh, you know Kulsch if you are a beer person. Mm-hmm. Uh, everything circa Cologne, Germany, right? Which I've been to. Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, obviously, it doesn't it's, we, we talked off here? It is a full hybrid. Yes. It's not an ale. It's not a lager. Right. Somewhere yeah. in between. It literally kind of marries the two. Mm-hmm. It bridges. The gap, I guess you right. could say, uh, clean, crisp, yeah, pretty much. The only the only right. I, yeah, it's we, kind we, of a
0: natural sweetness to it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very it's very subtle. It's mm-hmm. not it's not it, it's um it's by no means cloying. Uh, it's just kind of just a, it's a little just kind of sort of it, it's very light on the tongue. Yeah, you know? right.
2: Yeah, it's kind yeah. of light in body like a lager, light in flavor, uh, but has a, a a little bit of a yeast ester, um, which mostly is described as berry or pear. Uh, in colch styles, which and I think it's coming only through,
1: thing that actually differentiates it from another hmm because when you when you go to Cologne, it is literally the only beer available. Like when you go to the beer halls, mm-hmm. they don't have like a, a board with a list. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Literally, I was, have they I want beer? They have a glass, and the glass is empty. Yep. And then the only way that you you just say okay, it's empty. Bring me another one. or or they'll just keep filling them until you basically cover it with a coaster and tell them not to take anymore. Right. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Or
0: or you fall over.
1: (laughs) Which they'll just cover the coaster for you. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. He's had enough. But when you go from one beer hall to another, to another, to another in Cologne, Germany, they'll tell you, like, oh, well, look for this, or look for this, or look for this, and buy it. And and, and these things, they're like almost in flute glasses. Mm -hmm. They're like about that tall, and they're literally about the girth of... This four-ounce glass. Yeah.
2: I think it's a, a, a stained glass is, is the typical one. It's like a shot glass yes. that's just straight up.
1: And, and they have, like, a, like little, like, containers that, like, they've got, like, 13, 14 of them. So these girls, these women are walking around with, like, 20-something beers. Oh, yeah and, yeah. and they'll just put them down, and then everyone's just grabbing beers and drinking them. And, and, and it's – but the thing I really remember was after about six or seven of these, because they literally go down like water. Mm-hmm. I mean, this goes down like nothing. Yep. I couldn't. I couldn't remember what beer hall I was in, or or mm-hmm. was there any like? By the time they're talking about lo- look for this note, I'm like, you're like you like gotta be kidding me. <laughs> Every beer uh-huh. is a hulsh.
2: Right. Yeah. Kind of forget what your your instructions were th- by the fifth one.
1: Well, well, yeah. And the other thing too is they, they go down so fast and easy. Like you're not gonna go there and drink just one. Right. You're gonna have like three, four, five. I was gonna say
0: you could probably trick yourself into believing. Mean, I mean, it's a low ABV for sure, but you'll drink a ton.
1: Because he can.
0: <laughs> you know, like it's just you And know, that's what those good. Do. I think so, mean, you know. every person
1: who goes in there probably has like five. Yeah, I'm you know, sure. What's really funny is everyone has like a favorite beer hall.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and Which all, probably has more to do with the experience. And, and, the and they're beer, all so. more
1: or yeah. less the same. It's a big open room with bench tables mm-hmm. everywhere, and, and it's and way more patrons than servers. Mm-hmm. And they, they're bringing the beer out as fast as they possibly can. People are consuming it about as fast as they possibly can.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. But so.
1: what I do remember, though, too, was while I was in Germany, uh, they talked about there was an international Kolsch competition and I don't know exactly the timetable. I mean, like I was in Germany like say like in 2000 just for our honeymoon. So this would have been like maybe 2014.
0: No, okay. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, the international competition uh they get basically got everyone to show up cuz to be a full-on kulsch you like it's, it's very rigid. It's mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> very Yeah, strict, yeah, yeah, so, yeah, a lot of very, specific very standards strict. for yeah, being done. uh Basically, to put it into a, a short story, the U.S. won, the, or, or a uh, Mother Earth Brewing won wow. the Kolsch International Competition. Germany hasn't gotten over it. I bet. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's, that's a hard pill to swallow. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They, were, they invented the style. They've only they <laughs> been brewing
0: it for like several hundred years. <laughs> they were, uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. So they're very you know. happy
1: about Mother Earth Brewing and yeah, actually uh, winning the International Colch competition. Yeah, I'm sure they
0: love that.
1: So, so every time I see a colch, that's why I think I think of Cologne, Germany, and I think of Mother Earth and how good of how good we are at making beer here in the United States.
2: Yeah. I think that's one of those styles that, that separates uh, uh you know good breweries from, from better breweries is uh is those lighter styles. And uh Naked and beer. Yeah, getting getting those characteristics are they're tough uh if you're not doing it right.
1: Well one other thing too about I think a lot of people is what are you looking for when you're drinking a Kulsch? You know, 'cause you know you're drinking a light beer, you're drinking a beer that's gonna go down easy. Mm-hmm. You know, so, so like what am I even looking for? Yeah, and yeah. I think by the time you even figure out what you're looking for, you've already finished it. Yep. Really, it's about just enjoying. I think the consumption.
2: Absolutely. Like yeah, yeah. This, this is any
1: beer that you just want to enjoy consumption. Mm-hmm. I think kolsch. Right. Yeah. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. This is. Uh,
2: I, I think even with light lagers and stuff, it, those styles are not meant to be. Uh, uh, you know, you don't write a thesis on that. Yep. You don't. You you're don't no. need to think no. about I mean,
1: it. Balanced as a Kulschist.
2: Well, that's true too. But it's the the light beer. Being in Florida, you, well, those yeah, are those yeah. are crushable beers. Well, yeah, and, yeah, and you yeah. don't need to you don't need to overanalyze beer sometimes. And and yeah. Kolsch, I think, kind of bridges that gap of you can think about it. It does have these nuances that are you know make it interesting and and, and cool as a style. But you could also crush it. You could drink it all day and not even give it a, a second thought. Oh yeah, it's it's
0: prob- Kolsch is probably a, a, an underrated like bridge beer. Yes. Like people don't really talk about culture as a bridge beer, even though it, it's like almost by design, you know, enough flavor so that it's like a legit beer, but light enough so that so it doesn't offend Budweiser butt lo- lovers. You know, like right. so, you know it, it's it's a bridge. It's a bridge See, beer. Mm-hmm.
1: I, I feel like if you drink, if you're, if you're a Bud Light drinker and you had three Bud Lights and then I poured one of this and gave it to you in a glass. You would say, "All right, you know what? Here, try this one. And they'd look at it, they'd smell it, they'd taste it, and they go, hmm, yeah, that's pretty good, yeah, yeah. And, mm-hmm. th- and they'd probably go halfway through it, like, oh, so what is this? Where is it from? You know, whatever. And like, oh, it's an import from Cologne, Germany. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and, and they would think, oh, that's so cool. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, here's a Kronenberg 1664. You know, like, try this now. Mm-hmm. You know, here's a French Bud Light. Right, you yeah. Know. Yeah, yeah, and all of a
2: sudden you've created a
0: craft, <laughs> uh, a craft yeah. beer drinker. Yeah, now they have a craft habit. You're yep. Like, well, <laughs> <So> well, this <laughs> is what
1: the beer that you drink most of the time is supposed to taste like.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yep.
1: Exactly. Exactly.
0: But I don't think I don't people always I don't hear people talk about Kolsch in that way very much. But it, like it is. I mean, it's a hot weather beer. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah. Like like hot weather like. Like I'm, like I'm going to Gasparilla on on um, on Saturday. Mm-hmm. I'm that person. I I, I like Gasparilla. I'm mm-hmm. you know I'm north of forty, but I still go to Gasparilla. <laughs> it's it's whatever. It's it's my it's my chance to, um, you know, to, to to be an adult. Cause I'm a
1: parent like ninety nine percent of the time. Send me some pics. <laughs> yes. so yeah, I I so I yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll feel I'll like I'll I was there. I'll
0: yeah, we'll you live I'll vicariously I'll through you. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll I'll send you pics so you'll know what's up. Whatever. Mm-hmm. And so, man. I but you know it's a it's a it's it's a long day, whatever. Man, I'm drinking colch, <laughs> yeah, you know, like yeah, so. Yeah, that's a know.
2: good
1: way to. I, I'd say like some kind of like coffee beer in the morning. And yes, then, and to then start. Then yes, Foundry's breakfast to start. There you go. And by the you time know. you're getting, you get, you get a little bit of edge off. And by the time you're getting to where the parade's happening, yeah, switch yeah. over to the colch. Switch sort to of the Kolsch and, and enjoy the parade. And, and then you'll be able to drive yeah. home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. kind
2: of it's kind of funny that you mentioned that because we uh, I just finished uh, we packaged it maybe early this week. Uh, it's called Janice Java, and it is basically this beer. With uh, a Panamanian blend coffee, Ooh, uh, not like quite Tyler's a white stout, but
1: he's been listening to this show. I've been and <laughs> yeah, he you knows you exactly heard what buttons to push to make right. Kevin go? Okay, here's my credit card. Just just give me the beer, damn it! That's right. You yeah, guys yeah. research my
2: Lincoln. I, I researched <laughs> <laughs> all of you. <laughs> that was him, by the way. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's yeah, on right. LinkedIn stalking <laughs> you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so th- yeah, that'll be that'll be available uh, probably in the next couple weeks or so. Okay, it's, uh, oh, nice, coming out nice.
0: Yes, yes, we are our coffee beer. Uh,
1: I w- can we say we're connoisseurs? I would
2: Are say
0: we at so connoisseur
1: label? Well, we we do a show dedicated to coffee beer. Yeah, yeah. every year, every year. So, right. so I would I would call. And since since I also brew beer and I love to steep coffee beans in my porters yeah, yeah, and stouts, yeah. I would say yes. We drink mm-hmm. a ton of coffee. I, I drink about two cups a day for yeah, me. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yep,
0: yep. I'm, I'm about at two
1: cups. And, and I yeah. I have yet to find one dark enough or bold enough to satisfy me. So I would say, yeah, we're probably coffee beer. Yeah, Yeah. we're probably coffee beer. I'm up there. I describe it the perfect way. Black as a bowling ball. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, it's the whole thing is like when you're working from home, you know, you start off with coffee. You're drinking coffee. You know, you're drinking coffee. You're up early, whatever. And about – you know noon one don't judge um, <laughs> th- then you s- you switch it over to coffee beer mm-hmm, and you coast right on the switch it. especially if it's a day close to the weekend like friday's man forget about it it's over mm-hmm. <laughs> like yeah there's some coffee terrible beer all phone call you got to deal with yeah mm-hmm. yeah less yes yes which that happens as well but you know if you if you have to stay cognizant then yes you'll drink some coffee beer
1: towards mm-hmm. the end of the day and so that's and yeah. of course you you're going to finish it off with probably at some point maybe like like a, a winter ale or uh, yeah yeah or something bourbon yeah, so yeah, yeah, or bourbon.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, something bourbon like mm-hmm. bourbon. Yeah, bourbon. yeah, so, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or something with bourbon. A, almost bourbon exactly a bourbon. And yeah, then yeah. And then, and you like know, something sort of like like yeah, straight yeah. up bourbon, like yeah. a bullet or whatever. What type of, bu- what type of, <laughs> of bourbon do you like, Tyler? Ooh, uh, you like Knob
2: Creek. Uh, I I do like, like bullet Knob Creek. Or? Uh, Bullet's good. Yeah. Uh, Elijah Craig's good. Uh, right now, I've got high. Is it High West Double Rye? Uh, okay, somebody bought I'm me that ha- for Christmas? Had that. Is that good? Oh, it's really good. Yeah, okay. yeah, that's what we've been drinking on recently. But oh, uh, that's nice. uh uh what, I'm four roses. Uh I admit I am. every, every mm-hmm. time I
1: see rye on a beer or if I see an IPA that's
2: got rye or they do it with rye, I'm I have a I have a rye lager fermenting right now. It's uh right, twenty five percent about rye. Uh, Mrs.
1: Tyler Pennington. Okay, I like it. <laughs> 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 I don't throw it out there very often. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> Legally I think I'm already married,
1: but <laughs> well, there are ways around that. I know. <laughs> so, but nah, all good. That yeah, it's it's
2: tasting uh, it's tasting really good so far. It's a uh, baller. Yeah, it's uh it's in its diacet- diacetyl rest right now, but uh, we'll crash it in the next couple of days and nice, probably. Nice. I think that'll be for our uh, during beer week. We're gonna do a pre-prohibition event where we're gonna focus okay. on uh, okay. a bunch of things. Nice. Would you so would nice. love
1: to have a couple of MCs maybe um, just come around, yeah. walk around and interview and document things?
2: Uh-huh. Do, yeah, a yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yep, do a little quality
0: control. Yeah, do a little live show right here. It's perfect. Here. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. yeah. Yep, so absolutely. Well, we can do that. Yeah, you okay. Might, you've, you've, I think you've met a couple of guys. Do okay. <laughs> yeah, <so laughs> what, do you, what do you think about doing that? So tell the tell people, when, when you, have, you, have you set a date and a time, and is it still kind of something in the conceptual uh, It's
2: still stage? kind of in, in conceptual stages. It'll be – It'll be early in beer week. What do we got? Uh, What's that Monday? Fourth. Yeah, I think think it's good because my liver usually
0: is screaming by like the end of the week. Yeah. 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 Yeah, Hopefully
2: we're early enough where you still have money and liver space. And uh, yeah, we need that. Like the money
1: part we got covered. Money part. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Liver space and
0: liver space might might be, uh, be, you know, freedom and availability. Yeah. It definitely gets tough
2: by about that Thursday. That's when everything starts going downhill yeah, and like it becomes like, a blur. Man,
0: I know, like, yeah, I've already been I'm gonna,
2: freaking. I'm gonna do everything, but this is rough. <laughs> like I'm just tired. But the stuff yeah. you're talking
1: about sounds kick ass. Like cool. It Sounds yeah. like.
2: I'm excited for it. Yeah, we got it. <laughs> I'm Schwarzbier, Doppelbock, oh, Yeah. 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 Schwarzbier. Yeah. Yeah,
1: T- yeah. tell, tell us the process. How did you do that?
2: Uh, it's it. it Essentially, it's just a lot of uh, a lot of darker malts, um, but it's uh, it's a light lager, a light lager base with some darker malts. Um, It's not supposed to taste roasty. It's just supposed to kind of be roasts,
1: like a light lager in flavor. But uh, IPA or or (laughs) or (laughs) ghetto ghetto, ghetto lager?
0: Is that ghetto lager? (laughs) 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 Yeah, 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 yeah. Hood lager. The hood lager. Yeah. So lager so hood. (laughs) (laughs) That's a, no, that's a good style. There are not very many people who are making that style no. here. I, I can only think of one brewery specifically that makes that style that I that, that I'm yeah. fully aware of. Uh, Six Ten makes it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, yeah, they uh, the Machias Black.
2: Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Pretty cool. sure Rap has one uh, l- at least Rapp usually. Has like everything. Yeah, it's, it's and then uh, uh, Paw has one. one. Uh, Pinellas Ale works. Okay. okay. But other than that, I don't I don't think many people have made one.
1: We don't we get to Paw that much. I've, I've been mm-hmm. there. Paw the Milkbone. Th- was that a stout reporter? I can't remember. But m- I remember the Milk Bone was pretty good. Yeah. 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 Uh, I remember when PAW first opened. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, what do they call it? The Dome District. Oh, is uh, that? Down that yeah. area. That yeah, yeah, okay. PAW, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Cage, yeah. uh, Three Daughters. Mm-hmm. Sure. It's been a while since we've been of the Dome District. Yeah, we got to get, yeah, get down there. It has yeah. been a while,
2: actually. They have new breweries now in that area. There's more. So, yeah. yeah.
1: So it's so growing. we got to get down there. So. They're spawning. So <laughs> well, we yes. moved on. I, I completely killed the lark yeah i don't want you guys oh um, yeah yeah. so
2: probably next would be uh our pub ale okay uh, right, this good. beer it, this is what started out as our woodlawn pub ale um because we are in we're are we sort in of Woodlawn area or? sort of um, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. there's woodlawn is a is a distinct neighborhood um kenwood is a distinct neighborhood yeah, yeah. and euclid st paul they kind of all surround us and we're almost nothing <laughs> um there are actually pylons in this neighborhood that call us woodlawn oaks but the city doesn't recognize that anymore Oh, wow. And I guess that goes all the way back to when 275 was built and and cut us off from Kenwood. Um,
1: So we literally eliminated a neighborhood. Yeah, pretty much.
2: Woodlawn Lake, uh, and and there's a couple of pylons in the neighborhood, but it's not much.
1: I'm just going to call you out and say I guarantee that you have dug as hard as you can to find out, can I get – much info about woodlawn oaks possible but uh-huh. there's just nothing to get
2: there's not much yeah um yeah. Uh, i look back and even to the 50s uh there was a, uh, a a report done on saint pete um i don't know it was maybe like the census or something along those lines and uh, but there wasn't much on woodlawn oaks as a as an entity um i did meet somebody who's lived in this neighborhood for 80 something years oh um wow. Wow. and he told me about how this property used to be a chicken farm and uh, there was dairy uh, across the street, and there was uh, the the softball fields up the road were were part of the city dump. But we can't um, find any photographs. We can't find any actual visual yeah, evidence. N- yeah. No yeah, none of that. See, uh, remember,
1: we talked about how the print is – once print's gone, the history going to go with it. That's right, really yeah. Yeah. It. yep. Because we're going to store digital photos for the
2: next 150 years or something? Yeah, Right. Yeah, yeah. We're all relying on that that one guy who's lived in the neighborhood for 80 years. Yeah, hi- yeah. His memory is the only evidence that we have, so –
1: and what? How good is his memory at this point? Yeah, I'm not yeah. sure. Uh, yeah. I'm not sure. He
2: seemed to know what he was talking about, but uh, yeah. but we are definitely Woodlawn or Woodlawn Oaks. Okay. We're one or the other. Yeah, um, okay. I'll, I'll accept either one. So we're we're the pub of Woodlawn. Um, so that was where the the name originally came from. Um, we've kind of shortened it down to just pub ale because uh, mm-hmm. we put this beer into distribution. Okay, it's uh, it's kind of all over Pinellas. It's been in Hillsboro. Um, we've only been in distribution since August, so our footprint's not very big uh, yet. Well, this but is nice. Tell but, me but this is nice. But this is this is a beer that everybody about. seems to like. It's
1: got yeah. you. You got a nice balance here. It is yeah. it is leaning on the malt side. Mm-hmm. But I yeah, like it's, that.
2: It's a malt forward beer. Uh, it it's a little bit on the red side, a little uh, kind of bronze. Yeah. Um, it's, but it doesn't have a, a roasty character to it. There's, it's there's maybe a little bit. Either. Yeah, it's not smoky or roasty. It's not, it's not a brown ale or porter or anything like that. Um, the closest thing I, w- I would kind of call it is like an Irish red, um, but it's not yeah. as caramelly as yeah, an it's Irish it's red. It's a red. Yeah. yeah,
0: I don't even see it's it. Very drinkable much as too. A red. It's yeah. like right. sort of, kind of like a sort of. It's like malty roasty, but. Very light, though. Yes. Easy, yeah, very yeah. right. easy-going, malty
1: very easy beer. To drink. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so
2: yeah, it's only about 4.5%. Um, the IBUs are something like 20, uh, dare, so they're pretty low.
1: Dare I say this is actually a good gateway beer for a yes.
2: light beer drinker? Yeah, it is. Probably, uh, yeah. Once they get past the color, I think people people really gravitate towards it. Uh, once they get over their own racism about <laughs> yeah. beer. Yeah, about beer. <laughs> yeah. Jeez, uh, uh, it's know, sad like that we have that in the beer industry as well. But, <laughs>
1: uh, <laughs> yeah. If we, didn't, if we
2: didn't have colors, we wouldn't have things to argue about, right? <laughs> well, um, this 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 beer. I think transcends all of that. It it uh, once you once you recognize that it's just a, a, a light red ale. Uh, it's so easy to drink. It's I don't get
1: any aftertaste. I get off reds. Yeah, frequently. It, it, I'm not it just makes you reds. want more. And, just, and, and you so just you so keep going back for more. Really red really hair. Easy. I feel like mm-hmm. I'm cannibalizing <laughs> if I, I want to eat drink reds. But <laughs> but this just doesn't have like that. I don't know the right way to put it into words. They just th- reds always have to have like this aftertaste. Yeah, mm-hmm. always have. Yeah, it's
2: like a sweet, like a caramel kind of thing.
1: Just like a, I can't get it out of my mouth. I gotta chase it with something dark.
2: Mm-hmm. Taste. Yeah, that that. So there's a there's a fair amount of roast in this uh, in this beer to make that red flavor, and I think what that does is it imparts a little dryness in it. So at the end, it's it just kind of just strips your tongue clean, and you're ready for that next sip. Yeah. yeah. Kind of like a light lager but does, it's so but so yeah, to
1: be malty and dry at the same time. Right. I mean, uh, that, that, that takes a little bit of effort. Mm-hmm. No, absolutely, absolutely. This,
0: this is crushable as well. Mm-hmm. It is. Yeah, yeah. It's just but very it, but, but
1: also pairable. Like, it's also parable. Like, oh yeah. It's, this is so uh, accessible that I could literally have anything. I could have pizza with this. Mm-hmm. I could have pasta with this. I could just have it by itself. Oh yeah, yeah, for
0: sure, for sure. You could probably probably Do something sweet with this, like it just, mm-hmm. it, w- it, you know, like it may
1: be a little. Uh, well, th- I'm, I'd be worried about having like some kind of like ice cream or something, and it like the super sweet note all of a sudden changing the flavor profile of this. But yeah. I think you are saying though that it's palatable, yeah, yep.
0: yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. It, it, it kind of sort of like sort of wash through whatever sweets you're adding so that you can have more of it, you know, yeah. whatever. Like and, and it kind of blends, it has a good blend to it, mm-hmm. you know, it's just sweet enough. And mm-hmm. So yeah, no, it's no. Just
1: it's crushable. It, it's funny how much it reminds me of the previous beer, the Kolsch. Yeah, yeah.
0: Because
2: yeah. it, it goes
1: down like nothing. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. it's just it's very easy. What was, what was ABV on the Kolsch?
2: Uh, that's like five point six, if I remember right, and like four four point eight, if I remember on the uh, on the Pabell. On,
0: on the, on the, on the okay, mm-hmm. Very cool. Very cool. So let's let's uh, let try a little bit of the. Um
2: so yeah, IPA is uh, is next. Uh, Green's Lantern. It's Green's Lantern. Green's Lantern. Not, we, like, not like the Green Lantern. We get that a lot, um, <laughs> and I, I, I certainly don't mind that, but uh, I think Johnny Green, uh, who it's named after, was even cooler than, than that. Um, he, uh, he's the guy who bought the flying boat after um, they, they had proved it was, it was uh, viable and uh, World War I broke out and everybody went to war, uh, including Tony Janice and, and Roger Janice. Um, so there were no more pilots. Johnny Green came in and he bought the uh, the plane, and he would uh, he would continue flying the aerop- uh, the the newspapers across the bay and yeah. giving scenic tours and stuff like that. Um, but what Johnny Green also did was he operated a an illegal speakeasy yeah. right behind I the like hangar, John. and uh, and yeah. so the the, the legend pretty good too. Yeah, yeah the legend uh, uh, the legend goes that uh, whenever he hung a green lantern or a, uh, sorry a lantern outside of uh, the the speakeasy when the lantern was burning. Uh, that meant the beer was flowing, and oh, this nice. was. Keep in mind, this is down on the pier. All yeah, the yeah. pier workers would see, oh, yeah. the lantern's on. Let's go like, get a beer. Oh, let's go. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, uh, and so, you know, Johnny Green definitely uh, pushed aviation and beer in St. Pete, and so he deserved. Uh, yeah, he deserved a beer. beer. To Johnny. To Johnny. Yeah. To Johnny. Yes, cheers.
1: And to Johnny Green and Johnny Krosky. Oh, mm-hmm. man. Well, thank you very much. Um, yeah, absolutely. This is nice and solid. Tell me what th- about the hop profile here because uh, there, there's a lot of hops. Yeah, so this is – The uh, base hop is strong on this.
2: Yeah, Columbus uh, Centennial uh, Mosaic uh, and then some Waimea uh, to add some tropical fruit.
1: Do you do any kind of dry hopping on this? You do any kind yeah, of uh, same hops dish? for dry hop. Okay. Yep. Oh, I okay. So you literally oh scaled it. Oh, yeah. Uh, what was it's your ratio of base to finish? Like did, it, did it scale fast or you like you go heavy? Uh, it for the hop, for the dry there's hop, there's a good amount of bitter note on this. As I'm saying, like oh yeah, uh, so the base uh, hop on this is strong.
2: Yeah, the 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 60 minute, uh, I, c- I can't remember the actual IBUs, but it's it's about a third of the IBUs are coming from from okay. from the 60 minute edition. Um, the other, uh, the rest of that is coming from uh, 10 minutes or less, uh, usually mostly right. uh, in the whirlpool, uh, and then I don't count the dry hop in the the total IBU count. Yeah, but yeah, we do one one full dry hop with. Uh, Columbia, Centennial, Waimea, and, and Mosaic.
1: That's a solid IPA.
2: Thank you.
0: It, de- it definitely tastes a tropical fruit. It. Mm-hmm. It's kind of sort of mango-y. Uh, you know, yeah, it's, it's got, really got some mango, like
2: uh, papaya flavors. Yeah, um, I get complex. Uh, I get the, the Mosaic throws it off just a little bit because Mosaic to me oh is yeah. like a little onion garlic. Yeah, and, yeah. and it throws in just it, – it doesn't really come through as onion, uh, onion and garlic. It, it really just adds to that bitter uh, component
1: the base hop is so strong on this i kind of like i i like it i, I admit i'm a hop head so yeah i like it and i want a big mouthful of it mm-hmm. which i'll still do a couple times mm-hmm. but then i, st- I want to slow down mm-hmm. and i want to actually sip it a right. Little right more yeah, so yeah. I, I feel like my my brain's a little conflicted on how fast am i supposed to drink this
2: as fast as you well want of course obviously i'm going off of what well
1: what, what my <laughs> <laughs> what my taste buds are telling my my Actions d- to
2: what to right.
0: do. I, th- I think that's a good sign of the IPA. If I if I want more, I want to drink it more. That's good. That's good. Yeah. I, yeah then I I've done
2: my I job. That's yeah, good. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Because uh, yeah, IPAs are hot weather beers too. uh
1: yeah. so, um, I feel like I want to have like this giant slice of garlic pizza while I'm drinking this. Mm-hmm.
2: I think that would pair well.
0: See, I don't really taste the garlic in it. Like when you mention I that, I can get a hint. of I
2: don't of it taste the garlic. That but, that but, like but this is complex though. Yeah, like yeah it's it. That's kind of where I was going with is, is or going for was uh, just a little add, add that little degree of difficulty to it. You know, it's not just tropical fruit. Yeah, yeah, where yeah, you can yeah. just kind of write it off and be like, oh yeah, yeah that yeah, tastes like mango. Cool. What else do you got? They're they're exactly. Citrus, yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, right. Like
0: I think like Invasion Pale Ale is kind of like that. Has like a very heavy tropical. fruit. You yeah. Sure. By, you can tell by the so color. You can tell by the
1: girth. You can tell by everything about this that this is, this is like a seven percent beer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah,
2: think this, uh, this batch was like seven point
1: four. it's got a little more health to it yep. for sure. Yeah. You know,
2: especially
0: yep. when you drink after, after drinking the first two, like the Kolsch and the Pale Ale. Right. Malbeos. This is a step yeah, up for yeah, sure. This
2: is definitely yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Pretty, pretty. But nice and dry. It's I not it's not overly sweet or uh, you know uh, 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 heavy on the on the mouth. It uh, it kind of dries out and leaves that bitterness to shine through.
1: But that's what I want, man. Like. Like, when I'm having an IPA, mm-hmm. I want it to punch me in the face mm-hmm. is what I want. You know, so this, I think, is like a almost IPA version of the previous two beers that we had. There's nothing that's been consistent with all your beers is that they're all very accessible. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. It's always very much like, like, hey, I really like beer and I, I enjoy it. But then maybe somebody who doesn't like beer as much as me might still get something that they like yeah, out of this. See mm-hmm. in it. But, yeah. but this is just good.
2: Well, thank you. That probably goes back to our, our Southern days where we were we were really trying to make beer that everyone could take that recipe home and brew it at home, okay, and that was yeah, kind yeah. of our, our entire idea was to to educate people on how to make beer and, and you know, what, what beer was. We, we did series, uh, a, a pale ale series where it was just a different hop each time, and everything else stayed the same, but it was to introduce the new hops that would come into the store, so know we could we could have people uh, take it home and make beer with it
1: since you're such a historical figure and since we love talking about uh basically educating i guess our audience when it comes to an ipa versus a pale ale
2: Mm -hmm.
1: give me your definition of how you uh how how do you tell a non-avid beer drinker what's what makes an, an indian pale ale versus say an american pale ale or even just having just a pale ale Obviously, IBU um, count is yeah. different. ABV is different. Color code is different. Mm-hmm. But flavor-wise, is, uh, is it just less of everything?
2: It's it's hard to say now because we we've really blended those styles exactly. so much. Yeah. You know, I've had imperial like brand. Yeah. Yeah, imperial pale ales. Like, like, uh, I, I'm I'm not really sure. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, and 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 maybe it's just the the brewer having fun, and and I, I mean, can respect that. Probably. And you know. they they should do that that's that's the fun and and it keeps people on their toes to say what is an imperial pale ale and then they find out oh it's actually just an ipa uh if that's (laughs) the case you know i don't know um but i would say it's it's probably just it was it's mainly ibu uh alcohol Mm -hmm. and things like that if we're looking at from a style point of view right uh if you want to look at it from a flavor point of view I would expect uh, a pale ale to not have as many aromatics and as not uh, I agree. As, as not, but, but you not could as dry much hop. F- a pale ale, sure, which I've done myself. Yeah, and, and it, aromatics aren't bad in a pale ale. They're, I mean, they're they're great in a pale ale. Right. But uh, but that it's not what makes it a, an IPA. It's it's very much a, a a borderline style where you're either on one side or you're on the Correct. other. And, and usually and
1: ABV for me is is a big divider.
2: Yeah. And sometimes okay. you don't even know. Sometimes you brew that beer and and you know you were going for a, a pale ale, but you know sometimes something happens or or it just tastes too bitter. I was
1: going for yeah, a really better. light IPA and I made a pale ale and didn't realize
2: it. Sure, yeah. I mean a session IPA. Art. Like what is that compared to a pale ale?
0: Yeah, um, yeah. I was gonna IPA is hopier. Just, you know, just typically, yeah, but yeah, I mean some like. like, a, like hoppy
2: ipa
1: like if i was going to say like okay my standard ipa is going to be it's going to have harsher base hop so that means that they went heavier on hops at the base when they were brewing and it's going to be more bitter because that's where all your bitter flavors come is at the base hop yeah Uh, you can go west coast style and say that hey i want to add hops the later you're adding hops the more you're adding floral note the point of dry hop where you're literally steeping hops inside whether it be a keg or the corny Mm -hmm. however you're going to do it you're you're adding aromatic note Mm -hmm. and because when you when you have an ipa i always equate it to an ipa is an 18 year old girl it is this is the best it's ever going to look the best it's ever going to taste you want you want to have it as soon as it carbonates yeah period it's got to be fresh (laughs) pretty much you know uh I think when you go away from the IPAs and you go into the pale ales, I think you go to away from the idea of having any kind of girth or mouthfeel more into, I want refreshing.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah I want to be hoppy, but I want it to be ref- refreshing. I, I, I don't want know? a Bud Light, but I want I something
1: that's got some flavor and it's got some hops.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Or I don't want a sting of hops, but I want I don't want something that's like a... Mm -hmm. yeah
2: but
1: you have also
0: they have some level of flavor you
1: have an entire spectrum of arc where you could hit in between those two Mm -hmm. and i think that's where it becomes well well, well, where does one divide end and one begin well it's not really so much about where does one begin and where does one end what do you want to get out of an ipa
0: yeah yeah that's the thing and you know, the funny thing about IPAs is because that was, you know, five years ago, that was like the, the it style, and everybody was making an IPA, which is the reason why everybody makes an IPA today. Is that. Well, and because it's awesome. And it's because mm-hmm. it's awesome. And, it, well, now, you know, it, the, you know the, everybody's take on IPA is different now. It's, it's, mm-hmm. like it's a whole, you know, it's not, right. Right, it's got a different. Well,
1: like it's differentiation. I think a lot of breweries want to, they want to either be known for having really good IPAs they want to do something that nobody else is doing. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. it's hard. It's, it's hard. Well, it gets harder and harder because how, how do you so, uh, yeah. Yeah. how do
1: you make a beer that you can sell to the public that still the beer nerds want a drink? Yeah, yeah. they still yeah. seek you out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You that's you a hard a reputation street, street to create. That's,
0: and you can sell beer.
1: That's always <laughs> the hardest
2: part. Absolutely. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's 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 well that that's, that's the heart of the of craft beer period is and. and and you know, IPAs are kind of sort of the battleground yep. on that. It's like, how do I have straight cred mm-hmm. so that people who really know beer can be like, hey, these guys really know how to make beer. And they're Instagramming like, hey, I, my beer is part of a bottle share because like people, someone in Indiana wants my fucking beer, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Or oh, versus, versus like, hey, the people right here mm-hmm. in my community are buying it. They're going to, they're showing up to this half room freaking they're they're buying crawlers and growlers you know and, and i'm keeping the lights on and, you know, and, so and
1: then mm-hmm. throw in the modifying uh, variable of well what hops are accessible to you for what time of year that yeah, you can yeah. actually make the beer that you want to make well yeah because yeah, yeah. I, I guarantee tyler's probably got recipes that he wants to do that he keeps going to the distributor to, to say hey i need this and this and this and he he can't get the ingredients that he needs to make what he wants yeah yep. oh yeah, yeah and it yeah. limits the creativity yeah, that's, that's that's the thing down here. Galaxy hops you. are, are oh the hardest
2: <laughs> thing for me to get, and finally I got my hands on uh, about forty pounds of uh, galaxy hops. And, and
1: now you got probably like a list of recipes, and you're saying, "Well, uh, man, I, pre- I, need I basically to brewed one beer with that."
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. I, I
1: got to prioritize my whole list of recipes that I want to do now mm-hmm. around one because of accessibility to an ingredient.
2: Yep. So I did uh, Benoit number two. That's uh, that's mostly galaxy hops, and uh, that's. Uh, it's it's a uh, same base beer as Benoit Number One, same uh, same base malts. You just change uh, the hot profile. profile. So it's yeah. it's just another series, uh, you know, kind of what Green Bench does with the turbids and uh, and other breweries have done in the past. Yeah. It's just kind of the same thing to kind of re re energize that market. Um, that, you know, not that they need it. IPAs are are the most popular style, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, but yeah. people don't really know what they're talking about sometimes when they're talking about specific hops. Um mm-hmm. to me yep. mosaic is onion and garlic. Mm-hmm. To other people maybe not as much. Um yeah, yeah. And, and, you know, yeah, yeah. and and Yeah, and so. and but maybe you don't like that character at all. And yeah, and and, yeah. and you're not going to gravitate towards that beer. So you're not going to buy uh you know Green's Lantern because it has it in there. Hopefully yeah. you go for the Benoit kind of series and and you can learn something of how mosaic can be used. To make that beer that you liked that you didn't know was even in there, um, I it, it just adds complexity to it. Just and
1: change the time of day that you're drinking IPAs, it might change what you want. Mm. Like I, I love double IPAs. I love Dippas. Mm-hmm. I do. Uh, and I love dank hops. Mm-hmm. So I, I think to someone who maybe doesn't like a, a funky hop as much, I'd almost want to tell them, well, you know what, here, you've already had dinner. You know what? You're you're, you're relaxing. You know, just, just just try half a glass of this. Mm-hmm. Try half a glass of this, and just concentrate on whatever you're doing, and just just think about whatever flavors you're getting now, because you're not trying to put it against something. You're not trying to pair it with something. You're not trying to do something with it. I think people think that oh, well, I like this beer because I like to eat food while I'm drinking it. Mm-hmm. Okay, well then then you probably want something that's probably very neutral, right? At that point, you know, or you want or you got to pair it exactly right.
2: Yeah. Or try y- yeah or try it without. Mm-hmm. any any pairing whatsoever i mean mm-hmm. I, as a brewer i i drink this beer at 9 a.m uh well i'll, I'll come in in the morning and I'll, I'll drink it right after brushing my teeth 6 a.m mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm drinking the beer and it's it's awful it's mm-hmm. terrible and i i get really self-conscious and yeah. then make myself some coffee and drink some water and i go back and i drink the beer again and, and you're and like oh this tastes much better tastes way better exactly uh, yeah. i am now awake my palate's awake everybody's happy this beer tastes good Mm -hmm. and then four o'clock happens and we're done for the day and we're going to you know open up another uh a pint of beer and and then it it tastes completely different Mm -hmm. um beer is or if you had that lunch and you ordered like pizza sure like what you're eating it with when you're you're Mm -hmm. drinking it like it it, it definitely all matters i I like keeping
1: ipas in my kegerator uh or my fridge Specifically for the flexibility
2: mm-hmm.
1: of that, I want to eat this and I want to pair it with a beer. Mm-hmm. And to me, I, you can tell that you're a beer nerd or that you're really into beer when you start thinking about foods that you want to have, and you want to have that food because you want to have it with this beer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, right. Oh, or, sure. or, 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 um, or I really like smoking cigars, and I really want to smoke this cigar, and I want to have it with this barley wine. Or I want to have it with this winter ale,
2: or I want to have yeah, it with this uh, imperial age, imperial anything. Stout, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Try cigars age. with pub ale. I, I can tell you from experience that it, it blends well, I, I even though yeah. it's low ABV. But, uh, but uh, I mean, along with the barley wines and the Russian Imperials, it, it stands the up. There's flavors for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah yep. for sure. Could you do, like, an imperial version of the pub ale? Uh, that might be in the works. <laughs> we'll, we might figure something out.
1: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the beer nerdery comes through once again. All right, I, I feel like right. I hijacked this this uh, oh, no, segment, no. No, but no, man, I, I really do like the beer at Flying Boat, and, and it's not my first trip to Flying Boat. I've been to Flying Boat once before, and uh, when I was here on my own, I remember really appreciating almost everything that I tasted, and feeling like, wow, I want to come back here again. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I'm very happy to be back. Oh here. yeah,
0: absolutely, absolutely. Glad to, to have you guys. Beers drinkability of everything the, the uh, appreciation of history yeah yeah the tie-in with history is pretty awesome every beer has a story every beer name has a story like a actual true story not just like a oh we got drinking. right we were just like oh we're gonna name it like, yeah you know, whatever we you know. call it yeah. trump's
2: face <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 we so, got a uh, couple of those beer names as well but uh <laughs> you know, i won't go into those <laughs> I, yeah, I feel yeah. you. They're, they're not they're not you know a, any one-off uh you know why put that much energy into uh, into creating a name and and uh a, a whole story around it uh, if it's not going to stick around, so yeah, yeah I agree. Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, we always talk about okay. So part we talk about beer names. and one day, beer names. Mm-hmm. This is a show. It is. It, it is. Know, I agree. It's be fun. Beer Names and and, and and labels to a certain degree too, because uh, not labels
1: on people. Labels on beer. But labels on beer. Yeah, we got yeah, we got yeah, we, 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 we got we to we we clarify right. that. Fact, you should never label a person. This is yeah. This and is twenty nineteen. I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I agree. We're all guilty though.
0: Yeah, we, it's well human nature. So, um all right, so the last beer, the mm-hmm. darkest beer. Yeah.
2: yeah. This is uh this is Batch 100, uh our one hundredth brew. Um I I am not I mean,
0: brewery history too, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. Uh so
2: I'm I'm not uh, I'm really not a sweet beer kind of guy. Um I have an appreciation. Yeah, me,
0: me neither. I'm just not <laughs> I have an and
2: appreciation for those styles. Um, <laughs> I feel like I would tell you that, you
1: know what? I want you to eat this Rice Krispie Treat, and I want you to drink this. But you're going to wait until, well, first off, you're going to get drunk. Okay. And then you're going to wait until at least midnight. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to have these two together.
2: I'd be okay with that. Uh, that's, I, I'm, I'm happy with how the beer turned out. It's just no, it, it's, solid. It, it, it's not my normal type of beer. Okay, um, it's not yeah. what I normally gravitate towards. Um, but we we kind of did this because uh, m- our, our our CFO wanted a coconut porter. Essentially, oh, wow. y- y- you
1: happen to be talking to the coconut yeah, porter, yeah. The yeah. a, a I, connoisseur
2: yeah, right over I here. I
0: love <clears throat> coconut.
2: So I, I, I took our, our <laughs> regular 14-porter, and I would put toasted coconut on it, and I would do 15 gallons at a time, and it wasn't enough for them.
1: Did you literally, like, crack open the coconuts, roast them, uh, scrape it? Scrape the, the, coconut? the first
2: couple times, I did. Uh, whenever I scale this up to a 10-barrel batch. So uh, when you went to barrel the
1: so one-barrel, obviously.
2: Yeah. yeah uh, on the small scale, I, I did totally that. totally understand. Yeah,
1: yeah. You know, you on the bigger, you're bigger
2: you're scale, I can buy toasted coconut. And <laughs> exactly. Comes, it comes sanitary, exactly. ready to go, <laughs> exactly. and yeah, yeah, then yeah, yeah. I'm just pouring but it th- in. It's th- a th- lot that's, easier. A, that's a professional brewer talking Yeah.
1: yeah oh, yeah. How big is your full system, your large
2: system? The the brew house itself is a 15-barrel. I do have a 30-barrel fermenter, and the rest are 15s. Okay. And
1: obviously, a single-barrel is your pilot system. Right. Right, one okay. barrel, Yep. pilot system. So, it's trying to brew something on a single barrel that's going to translate out to something that's fifteen or thirty times the size. Yeah, the complexity and the difficulty of
2: doing so is so hard to describe to people. Right. It's some like ingredients that. are linear. Some are exponential. S- some it's ingredients it's are tough. unavailable. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's mm-hmm. a, that is very accurate. A- and
1: uh. Uh, it, it having something that is. Uh, We always talk about, like, okay, well, everything has to be uh, kosher. Everything has to be actually clean and everything. The reason why is because off flavors happen very quickly Mm -hmm. and easily. So something you do like on a pilot batch that – I did this on a one barrel, and I literally roasted by the coconuts myself. And when I roasted them, I did this and everything and everything. And when I pulled the, the meat of the coconut off, it was beautiful when I did it this way. Mm-hmm. But then there's no way to simulate that process when you go up to a 15 or 30 times size. Yeah. So you're limited by what accessibility to the ingredients that you can get sure. is. And
2: in addition to that, it's it's uh, it's about time. So oh, yes. So one barrel – it's probably not going to sit on tap craft for, for very long. Craft
1: beer doesn't mean I make billions of gallons, it means I it's a craft right. behind yeah, it. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah. So but even even
2: uh, even in the uh, in the variability of of things because Sanitary does not mean sterile. Correct. Sanitary is just as, as good as you can get. It's ninety nine percent of all it, bacteria it and, and stuff is dead. It yeah. means I won't get sick. Right. So if is. I'm using if I'm using sanitary conditions and I'm scooping out coconuts,
1: slaver notes are different.
2: But, and no um, um, I, if I throw that into a barrel of beer, that barrel of beer is probably gone before any kind of bacterial strain could form and and become dangerous. Mm-hmm. You scale it up by fifteen or thirty times. That beer sits around for an extra month. All of a sudden, there's plenty of time yeah. for some kind of bacterial infection to come into play. So, sanitation definitely matters a lot at that scale. Um, and, and access to ingredients that are already well, sanitized. And, and liability
1: instant. to a company who's trying to sell beer right. to people.
2: I mean, the alcohol definitely helps. Uh, of course. That's, that's going to kill off a lot of that stuff and, and probably and, uh, probably and, uh, any and infection that coal I have. fermenting
1: is does too, cold crashes right. and
2: everything. But most of the time, if, if I have a, uh, an infection, it would be lactobacillus, which is what makes milk into cheese and, and mm-hmm. yogurt so it's not the worst thing in the world it doesn't make good beer that's the problem which is why the quality control is so important that's right. why you come yeah. around and you keep tasting what what are we selling yeah i gotta make sure that it doesn't have off flavors right that it meets my yep until that last can or my keg need. is sold yeah. i have to do that every single day mm-hmm. right. and uh i take that very seriously even as, as any
1: person who does this for a living would yeah because yeah. your brand your reputation yeah. right and its beer. The history of it's St. Saint Pete is an excuse It's on to the drink line. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's it. Right. History of is on the line. But well, <laughs> I love this. I, I and I had a glass of this already.
2: Yeah, uh, so uh so this is a this is an uh, I would call it an imperial milk stout because it was okay. like 7.2% mm-hmm. oh, gravity milk stout. Just a little bit above. You some uh, lactose in there. You got some yeah. flavor, some no. complexity. Yeah, lactose, vanilla, chocolate and uh, and uh, toasted coconut
0: definitely taste the coconut i would you love
2: to, to see, see for it, so well that's i would, love it, it. taste a coffee yeah version so. of this yeah me too uh yeah. coffee would be great in this uh but it's funny i was uh i was sitting at the bar earlier uh before you guys got here and and there was somebody who was saying like that, that she just loves coconut and that she yeah. didn't find mm-hmm. enough coconut in this yeah. and and to me i'm very sensitive to coconut mm. uh yeah. if, if it if it reaches a certain level like it bounds. starts to taste like it's way too well, much I, higher than well, that, I, I it's it's, though, so. it's Panama Mountains Jack Alma sunscreen, <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, like I, I growing up in Florida, the, the second and having you smell that, it, yeah, you can't stop tasting it. Exactly, I know exactly yeah. what so you're like talking like about. That's the threshold that I'm going I for. See, I want to be I, just below that.
0: Yeah, I see, I, you see that in artificial coconut
1: place. because Agreed. that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's yeah, an yeah. artificial yeah. smell that they're literally putting in there. So you're putting this lotion on you. They want you to feel like you're in the tropics, right? Yeah, yeah. So they're they're tricking your brain with artificial. Yeah, yeah, ingredients yeah. to, yeah. to mm-hmm. smell this but smell is so drives taste yeah, yeah that yeah, the second that you get it in your nose you can't
2: take it out
0: yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah so when you, you can like
2: overwhelm that. somebody with coconut too though you oh, can yeah, you really can sure. rem, you can make yeah. them we, think uh, that it's artificial we are such coconut
1: beer lovers as coconut I, I'm, I'm latching myself on the johnny here yeah, that yeah. We it's
0: <laughs> probably more me than uh, the <laughs> well i you know, as a
1: dark as a as, I love the black meat. Trust me. So um, <laughs> I'm all I'm all about having dark beer, and coconut is one of I would say one of like your all uh, not a staple, but it's kind of very a uh, very common mm-hmm. uh, yeah. a flavor addition that you will see to dark beers. Um, we did our own show where we were drinking uh, coconut beers. I believe yes. it, I'll let you. It was, it was the Oscar yeah, we Blues did, yeah, baby. Right,
0: okay, so I am a big fan of Oscar oh. Blues Death by Coconut. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. Ostra, so good, such a good beer. So we did a show, pretty much did a show around it. Where we, we did. Where we, where we bored holes in coconuts.
1: Uh huh. We drained them. Yeah. You know, like, poured them in there. We literally drank the beer out of coconuts through straws. Yeah. Wow.
0: Yeah, yeah it's a commitment.
2: Yeah, it uh, sure it, is. It, it, it
0: uh, Kevin did a lot of the work. I, I just, I just bought the beer. I just went to Whole Foods and bought the beer. But yeah, you know, like, oh. yeah. You
2: know. Well, then sign me up for that next time. Oh man, Kevin's we, gonna we, do
0: all the work. that we, I'm we, we can I'm do. I, I was <laughs> oh man, we might do another show. We, we
1: will bring the nuts. I'll do the work.
0: Put the joke I, right there, I any place you want. Coconut, <laughs> I love the coconut chocolate combination. I, 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 love, I, I don't eat a lot of candy, but I, I do love mounds and almond joy. When mm-hmm. we so, um, When
1: we drank the beer though, out of the coconuts and then had uh mounds, you take a sip of beer and you're like, Okay, all right, you know and then you have a mounds and you're like, Oh god. Like like it was it was just eating like a mouthful of mounds. Having that flavor right behind the coconut beer just because mm-hmm. to show you just how insanely artificially sweet mm. the yeah, coconut like, candy, like, is. Right. Like candy is. Right. Yeah. You know, like to it, it'd be like it'd be almost like I guess what you would expect to go like if you if you went to like uh, somebody just started home brewing and they literally said, "Well, I, I added this coconut extract flavor and didn't know how much to put in." Mm-hmm. Like it's it's almost that like overwhelming.
2: Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's how coconut it is. You can you mm-hmm. can really overwhelm oh, well, yeah. very very. Coconut, it's like spice. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. if you like spice, you probably okay.
1: Well you, you like coconut? Well, you like spice? Okay, well you'd like spicy. I like coconut. Okay, mm-hmm. but yeah. you can make it intolerable for any person's palate.
2: Yeah, like yeah. The, the the spices and the the flavorings. Um, that's that's an art. For sure, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah you you yeah, overdo yeah. coffee, for example, and you get jalapeno and bell pepper kind yeah. of flavors. Yep, yep. Um, coconut comes, you know, san- suntan lotion. I frequently, uh,
1: frequently will have
2: uh, flavors where I go,
1: wow, that kind of reminds me of green bell pepper mm-hmm. uh, out of out of some steeped, steeped coffee beers right. yeah. in and my kegs.
2: And it's 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 a tough situation because you're you know you have. 400, 500 gallons of, of that beer to sell, and uh, but at the selling same time. is the key word there. Yeah, right? yeah. and, and that, that's really
1: just, that is really the, the the art behind this. Like when we drink these beers, like, like it's not often that I have a flight on the air, and literally every one of my glasses is like getting empty. It's because you have to know that well, it, the middle of the spectrum is this, mm-hmm. and the flavor should be here, the quality control should be here, the cleanest, the, 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 the the freshness should be here. Yeah. It needs to be right here because that's where it needs to sell. Right. And it's for somebody else to determine that I like this or I like that or whatever, or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, up to that person. But trying to make something professionally to sell to the masses. Right. That yeah. really is the art form of being a brewer. Mm-hmm. It's not about just you making beer that you like. And that's, I mean, we could probably come up with some crazy, funky combination that says that, hey, this sounds really cool. We'll just make this. And you'll never, ever sell a pint of it ever out of the tasting room. Yep. You won't stay in I've, business. I've done that. Yes. Uh-huh.
2: I've, I've made a – i have made I had an I, onion beer. I've made a mushroom beer. Oh, wow. Onion beer actually sold pretty I, well. The okay. mushroom beer only sold because it was Thanksgiving and people <laughs> wanted to make gravy. Oh, uh-huh. But, you know. I have my own saying that you can steal because I, th- I think you're going to. I call it
1: four-ounce good. Mm-hmm. I'll make home brews. That I go, that's four-ounce good. Yep. Well, what does that mean? Yeah. Well, it means I can drink about four ounces of it out of, of a flight yeah, glass. Yeah, yeah. And if I had to drink more than that, I'd go. Yeah, I can't finish this. You can't drink
2: more than that, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it there ends, are, uh, there it there ends, ends up on the driveway. Yeah, or <laughs> at a, you know, that's what you take to a bottle share because that's what you want to share it with people because you <laughs> want everyone to have that experience. But you only need four ounces of it, and you're yeah. you're good after that. Other other bottles, you you know, you're gonna you're gonna save that spice barrel beer, aged sour mean. for yourself. Yeah. I want yeah. all of
1: that. I've I've I think I uh, I did my own build a wall Mexican spice porter. And, and I and I can't remember. I don't did, I did ancho, and I can't remember. I did, I did another spice, and it became so spicy that unless you drank it when as soon as it came out of the tap, like when you're pouring it at forty degrees, you can you can, you can get down to maybe a, a half of a mouthful of it. But at a certain point, you're like, this is too spicy to come down. And by the time it, get, it gets anywhere near fifty-five, sixty degrees, you're like, this is undrinkable. Mm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And that's yep. the that, style. spicy how,
0: beers are like that, though. Yep. Yeah. Beers get warm. They get, yeah. It's, Absolutely. They're hard to drink. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. It's like little yeah. spices kick in. and they, you know, right. If you're really doing it the right way where you're putting like real peppers in it, like, yeah,
1: yeah, that's like. Well, it's just, when it comes to spice beer, and, and feel that's free to chime like in because I'd love to get your you opinion know? on this. When you're making spice beer, to me, what you want is I want just enough that I can tell there's spice. Mm hmm. And it makes me want more. Right, like to uh-huh. me, like I, I, my my wife has an ex- insanely high appreciation for spicy food. Like she can take things that are capsaicin level like to the five and six digits. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm more of like a wait. I'd rather have like the I'd rather have like the little as possible. But I love the flavor of spice, mm-hmm. I, whether it be say allspice or cumin or whatever it is that you're adding that actually gives it that body. Mm-hmm. I love the body flavor of spice. Mm-hmm. But I don't want it to be where I can't like. I don't want drinking it to be torture.
2: Right. Yeah, that's really tough. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And it, it is? takes it takes a lot of Th- experimentation. There's no room to for error to find that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. There's it's no like room for that's error whatsoever.
0: A spicy beers, r-
2: really mm-hmm.
1: well,
0: it's just, it's just a hard. Thing. People are doing it because it's kind. of... It
2: was There's not,
1: demand
0: for yeah, it. Yeah, it. it's kind of becoming somewhat of a hot thing, but, like, it's not. It's well, not even
2: cold. with, like, winter warmers and stuff, you, you know, you can you can overdo the cinnamon and, you can. and yeah. overpower all <laughs> and the orange peel gonna and stuff. It's going to speak more it.
1: to me because I love high gravity and I love winter ales. hmm And I, if, if you put, oh, I put too much nutmeg or too much cinnamon or, or orange peel in this, I would still go, mm, I can still drink that. hmm Whereas yeah. the average person might be like, well, it's more, it's more than I want. Like, well, right. if it's you're like a dark king Christmas tree, exactly. You know, like yeah. exactly. But if you're a dark yeah. beer lover, you you like winter ales. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. You I know, might be down for it. Just like so if you yeah. if you're a coconut beer lover, like you're like, oh well, I'll take last snow with a, a hit of mounds on top of it. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm.
0: yeah. yeah. Or some people even well, coconut acquired taste Cause he, some people like would not be down with the with the death by coconut or or coca cocoa brown or whatever. They decide mm-hmm. to be down with it because it's just not the flavors they like. They don't gravitate to it. True. it's too sweet. It's too it's too chalky. Mm-hmm. Coconut can be kinda chalky, you know? mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. you have to kinda you kinda have to be down for that. And so, you know, it's just the spice is the same way. Yeah. You know? right. It's just it's just, it just depends on what your what your palate will be. What do you think is really? more polarizing?
1: Coconut or spice? I oh feel spice. I feel like because like spice,
0: like spice is a wider range. Because spices, spices, spicy, right. spices also spicy. Spices like cinnamon, nutmeg. So okay, okay. So so like, like, like like heat
1: heat spices.
0: Oh, uh, ooh, that's a good question. Probably mm. still spice. Probably spice spicy. You yeah, know. I
2: would say more people gravitate towards the the coconut without question because usually it's paired with like a vanilla chocolate or something along those lines. It's it's a dessert kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It reminds them, like this is a late night kind of yeah, kind of th- thing. They're not drinking it s- six a.m. Yeah. after they just brushed their teeth, right? Well, yeah. s- I would hope not the pepper beer either, but uh, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. like a pepper beer, that's not how you want to end your night. Uh, a coconut no, beer, no. you could you could finish your night that way. Um, yeah, yeah, pepper yeah. beer is kind of where you start. Like that's noon on Cinco de Mayo, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. and and I've made yeah. a few a few pepper beers that I'm I'm very su- you know happy with. I've made a few that were less su- less successful. Yeah. Um, one of my
1: favorite favorite pepper beers, bringing it back full circle from our previous segment, uh, Azita Wheat was a wheat beer with jalapenos mm. from Southern Brewing. All right, at a beer fest, I'm gonna guess probably about seven or eight years ago, and uh, was one of my favorite favorite beers i always equated it to imagine biting into a salad pepper okay and it was full of beer Uh uh-huh and it was just like that perfect amount of pepper flavor with beer note and that was just awesome yeah, That's great. I'm not. I'm not sure they even still make it, or if they even know what recipe they used. That make was it. not a recipe
2: I ever made. So they either hid that from me, or right. uh, or it was or it's or old. Yeah. Cause I 'cause mean, I'm I'm old, so I, I've been to a lot of beer. Well, fest. If it was yeah. if it was, seven I, I, or eight I've years been to ago. beer
1: fests that were in Ebor before it was in Ebor. I think now it's actually back in Ebor this year.
0: Close to it. It's,
1: it's <laughs> so. <down laughs> Par- 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 I've been I've been yeah. around a long time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That
2: would have been before I was the brewer there, so. We'll we'll blame uh, Chris or Rick on that one. They get the blame and the luck, yeah, or the credit, the blame and the love, yeah, however you want
1: to say it.
0: Well, Tyler, thank you so much for having us it's here. It's been awesome. Beer, come
1: great. out to Flying Boat. I'm telling you, man. Just yeah. do yourself a favor. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter if you're a beer lover or, or, or you're just a beer novice. They got something for you. Or yeah, a history yeah. nerd. If you're a history nerd, here. definitely come out. Every here.
0: beer has a
2: story. That's
1: right. And it does. That's, you know, that's
0: a
2: beauty
0: of craft beer
1: Very accessible to yeah. downtown St. Pete. Uh, if you want to plan an evening, it'll be in Pinellas. Uh, our recommendation would be start at Flying Boat. Yeah, you yeah. can leave a vehicle here, and then once you go into downtown, which is like literally like you're gonna be like a two three minute Uber ride. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't need a car anymore. Yeah, yeah. yep. Uh, that'd be the way to do it. It's while a you're gateway. here, yeah. while you're here, you're gonna get access to some really good beer. Um, you're gonna learn a lot of things about what's happening actually in this little section of St. Pete that you probably weren't even aware of. No, absolutely,
0: mm-hmm. absolutely. Yeah. this is a cool area. It's, it's, I don't know. It, it, St. Pete's cool. We all know St.
1: Pete's cooler in Tampa. Well, we all well, know this. You know, like, St. Pete know. has like its own kind of like uh, eclectic uh, – uh, like it's it's, it's, like it's harder to please. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, I, I'm yeah. harder it's more pl- creative. It's more I, of I'm, a, I'm, I'm, I'm harder to please. Vibe, so. I, I, I expect more, but I'm going to get more uh, if I go there and get it. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, well, this just really speaks right to that person.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. You just get different – Different vibe here, uh, different sets of beers. You, you know, discover new neighbors. This is a neighborhood I, I've not i not been in this neighborhood. Mm-hmm. You know, but but there's a good, there's a freaking kickass brewery and here. And, you know? and, and it's, it's easy like to get right
1: to, right right to right too. I'm telling you, yeah. just just coming south on two seventy five, you're gonna get up at twenty second. You're gonna cover on nineteenth, and literally, you're, you're, as soon as you get off the interstate, you're like a two three minute drive. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah okay. you're right here.
0: They say follow, follow your directions. Yeah, and, and, and then you, you're, you're gonna
1: pull right up, and yeah. you, you're not gonna believe how easy it was. You're like, oh my god, that was easy. I should come here all the time. Yeah, yeah then right. you're going to have the beer, and then you're going to say, okay, how do I buy more? Yeah, exactly, mm-hmm. exactly.
0: With that said, thank you again.
1: You're welcome. Um, thank you.
0: Yeah, And so so mics are off, glasses are empty. This is Balls and brew.